great day, great Harrison. How you going? Uh, just listened to your last uh, podcast and you had Sterling Cooper on there. And uh, I'm Australian. I thought I'd check out this Australian porn star. Um, yeah, he said that he's from Australia first, but I live in Melbourne. I just watch him now. I'm thinking, dude, he said he's into swinging. So next time he's in Melbourne, I'd love to watch him part of my life. Oh, yeah, my favorite podcast is the Sick and Wrong Podcast. Cause it's a very good podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a funny, 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 funny show. Sick and Wrong Podcast is a wonderful Good evening. Welcome to Second Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, E. Simon. I'm Harrison. Harrison, uh, uh, you got big plans for this long weekend, Labor Day? I don't even know what was a fucking three-day weekend. Do you know like you have Monday off? Day. I, I know now. I mean, I, I didn't know until Friday. Somebody like, would you have that. gone to work? Probably. That would have been funny. I, I mean, somebody, I'm sure somebody would have mentioned it, but, Yeah, you know, someone that would say something about that's it. That's happened to me, where I was like, oh, aren't we going to work today? And somebody's like, no. Yeah, it's happened. Yeah. Would you ever show up and no one's there? That's ha- no, that has. That's not happened That's never to me. happened to me. Yeah, we we got out like early. We got out like three. I feel like that's happened to me at some other job, but God. Um, so, uh, but you- I had a fucking nightmare last night. I woke up from screaming. Where my bubby, my bubby was a dibuk. Oh, a dibuk. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's kind of scary. Like she leaned over and and like I was laying down and she leaned over and looked in and I could tell it was like nothing. There was like a something else behind the eyes it was like a dibuk maybe she's getting revenge for you telling that story when you masturbated to her pictures that's the different grandmother oh. <laughs> you idiot <laughs> you fucking mutt so uh um, are you gonna be binging the new dark crystal on uh, the dark crystal I'm sure series I'll watch on it netflix at some point i'm not like you know were you were you ever into that myself over it like were you into dark crystal when that came out i mean i watched it i liked it as a kid i don't remember Anything. All I remember is a bunch of fucking birdmen. That's it. I don't remember. No, they were yeah, like the yeah. vulture, the vulture guys. Yeah, I don't Sca- remember anything I about loved, it. I love that fucking Muppets. show. Okay, I thought I, it was a I, movie. It wasn't a well, show. The, the movie. I mean, I okay. loved it. I loved the movie. Yeah. I was like, right. you know, I was probably yeah. how old was I then? Maybe mm. six. Yeah, seven. Yeah, seven, six, seven. When mm. that came out, because it's like mm. you know, the Muppets were huge. I love yeah. the Muppet movies, and then that was like you know. That that was like a hybrid of Muppets and mm. fantasy into one, like because like the eighties had some of the best high fantasy movies, like uh, Time Bandits. Um, you know, it, if I if I ever became a mass shooter, and I was like killing people at a mall, every like before I killed each person with my shotgun, I'd be like, "It's time to meet the Muppets." <laughs> And just like yeah, that's what I'd say to motherfuckers before I killed them. <laughs> just to confuse it, them. It's time to meet the Muppets. Time to meet the Muppets. Mm. Um, but you, you remember how like big fantasy was back then? Mm. Like, I mean, they have Game of Thrones and all that sure. shit now. But back then, we had what Beastmaster, mm. fucking Crawl. Uh, remember Crawl? Yeah, and those movies, those animated movies by what's his face? That weird Bakshi. Bakshi, Bakshi yeah, the yeah, Lord yeah. of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. Like that yeah. shit was huge back then. Yeah, I, I had Secret of Nim. Mm. I was a big fan of that one too. 
um, Willow actually is one of my favorite movies, and uh, Conan the Barbarian. Mm. Like that, it was weird. My, obviously, it makes a lot of sense mm. now, but my brother was obsessed with fucking Conan. Sure. Yeah, I, yeah. which I never, I always thought it was like, well, he's kind of cool. Mm. And the movie I liked a lot, mainly because it was like violent and there was like tits in it. The second one's the one with Grace Jones, right? That's uh, the Destroyer, right? Yeah, okay, but Conan yeah. the Barbarian, the first one, had James Earl Jones as uh, what was it, Tulsa Doom? Mm, that was great. Yeah. Did you see the remake, the new one? I didn't like it. Yeah, with, uh, I, the guy uh, I had Rose McGowan in it though. Yeah, and Christina Ricci too, right? No, I thought Christina was Ricci in was in that one. I don't think so. I don't remember that. Oh, is it Rose? Maybe I'm thinking of Rose McGowan. You're thinking character. of Rose McGowan because she had a weird. Fa- I mean, because she had some kind of car accident, so she has a weird face. She has a anyway. weird face, yeah. So she was like a some kind of monster. There's too much CG in that one, in the new, in the new one. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'll yeah. watch it again. Mm. So what's that guy? It's the guy uh, Jason mm. Momoa. Mm. You know, Aquaman. <laughs> was that him? Yeah, in yeah. That movie? Same oh dude. God. I didn't even know who he was when I saw that. Remember in the Conan the Barbarian when Conan uh, just punched a camel in the face? He was all wasted, just knocked out a camel. I don't remember that. Oh, that but, movie's so good. Mm. But yeah, my brother is fucking obsessed. He had like mm. every comic. He was super mm. into it. And at the time, I was like, that's cool. But now mm. it makes a lot more sense. Do you think my bubby's actually a dibbuk? She could be. Yeah. I don't know. That's not good. I don't know. I, I think a dibbuk. I forget how... What, how a you, rabbi put her to rest, so I don't know. Yeah. That, isn't I don't that... Think it, I don't think it's possible. If a rabbi puts you to rest, you're fine. Yeah, you're done. Right? You're done. Okay, yeah. all right. Jesus. But yeah, like... But Dark Crystal, though, mm. that was a thing. Like Everybody fucking loved it. became a cult classic. It wasn't yeah, even yeah. that good of a movie. Right. You, was there ever, like, Dark Crystal porn? <laughs> I'm sure. Because people sure were is. into, like, the fucking yeah, yeah. chick Gelfling. Yeah. I was kind of into it. Oh, those weird little kids with the yeah, elf? Yeah, with the fucking elf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were the main characters. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just don't understand how you can make a prequel to mm. it. Although I've heard it's really good. It's just, mm. what's, what's the fucking story? I don't even remember. Like, I, I, they had to, like, the, the, the evil vulture guys and the other guys. Yeah, I remember. They had to put a crystal. I don't remember. I just remember apparently, they, they added people. a whole backstory. And they okay. used real puppets. Yeah, that's Jim good. Henson with real puppets. So I'm, I'm definitely going to check it out. Yeah. You know who is probably... A major fan of that, but probably had twisted fantasies of it. Is mm. uh, Sutomu Miyazaki, the guy who did um, uh, Castle? What? <laughs> Castle, Spirited away. Spirited away. Spirited away. Mononoke. He probably no. likes them. Uh, yeah, it's his brother, uh, also known as the Otaku Killer oh. or Human Dracula. <laughs> You should be known as Human Dracula. Why am I? Should, well, I, I you should be Human that. Dracula. Yeah, yeah, That's a good I name for be, you. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny because I read this guy's name because yeah. this guy's a notorious mm. child killer mm. in Japan who, like, mm. you know, committed acts of necrophilia and drank the blood of his victims, mm. killed like four little girls, uh, caused a mass hysteria at the mm. time because no one was killing children in Japan. Mm. You know, it's one of the safest countries in the world. It is. Yeah. Yeah. People leave their bike. They don't even lock up their bikes. Yeah. They don't Tokyo. even. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. They sleep in bushes. Yeah. Don't even yep. care. Mm-hmm. But I. Uh, but apparently this mm. guy caused mass hysteria. Mm. But when I was reading the name, I was like, Miyazaki. I wonder if his, uh, if his brother or something or his dad mm. is uh, the guy that you know, did Howl's Moving Castle. Right, yeah, yeah. And spirited away. But no, mm. it's, uh, mm. I think it's uh, maybe Miyazaki's a popular name there. Okay. Common. Mm. Uh, but this guy, though, the otaku killer. Ooh, wow. Yeah, mm. gnarly. Mm. Um, did you ever heard of this dude? No. Uh, we have some pictures of it. But uh, he's mm. a murderer. That was influenced by Japanese pornography, mm. 
and uh, extreme like uh, anime, like violent anime. Okay. Uh, he was known as uh, Sutomu Miyazaki, the little mm. girl murderer. Mm. Um, he was physically challenged, developed into a loner who thrived on fantasy and comic books. Mm. And at the time, the media was saying, or the, the mm. media was saying that this was to blame. What's this picture of this violence. little rat man? Oh, don't show that yet. Oh, That's okay. going to come up right. later. Well, you told me to. Okay, all right. But yeah, there's a picture of him. All right, all right. Um, mm. But between 1988, 1989, mm. Miyazaki mutilated and killed four girls ages mm. four to seven mm. he then molested their corpses and ate portions of his third and fourth victims okay uh, the crimes which prior to the trial were classified as the little girl murderers um uh yeah was like became a major you know hysteria there because mm. of just low occurrences of of crimes against children at okay. that point all right uh but yeah crazy story this dude mm. um yeah he was known as human dracula so uh when he, he, well, you know, during the trial, a lot of facts uh, mm. of his parentage emerged and like his, his childhood, his background. Mm. His, he was a result of his father's incestuous relationship with one of his sisters. Oh. Yeah. Which kind of uh, explains how his premature birth left him with deformed hands. There's a picture I have of him next to one of his hands. Mm. Yeah, they were permanently gnarled and fused directly to the wrist, which meant he needed to move his entire forearm in order to rotate his hand. How do you oh. masturbate? Jesus Christ. I don't even know if you could. Yeah. I mean, no, maybe. I, think, I mean, I guess yeah. you have to do, you have to masturbate with your whole arm, not just yeah. a wrist motion. Yeah. Yeah, wow, the, he's got big fucking Nosferatu hands. Yeah, aren't those crazy yeah, looking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My God. Uh, the, the deformation haunted him Jesus. from early on. And when mm. he was five years old, classmates used to tease him about his funny hands. They called him Mr. Funny Hands. <laughs> which, <laughs> They're not which, very creative, are they? <laughs> well, I don't know how to say it in, okay, in Japanese. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that would lead me to murder. <laughs> Mr. Yeah, funny Hands over it. there. That's and the in family straw. photos, yeah. he would never show his hands and yeah. his eyes were often closed. Okay. Uh, but due to his mm. deformity, he was ostracized mm. in elementary school. He kept to himself, okay. and he just read manga obsessively. Yeah. He was right. obsessed with manga. And he was actually a mm. star student until his grades just dropped dramatically in high school. Okay. And uh, he was ranked 40 out of 56, mm. which is weird that they rank everybody. But uh, I guess here we do it with GPA. Mm. Um, but anyway, he uh, didn't get into university, so he decided to become mm. a photo technician. Okay. And so this is like mid-80s, like 1984, mm. 85. He moved back to his parents' house near his father's print shop. And apparently his family was uh, highly influential in mm. this neighborhood of Tokyo called Itsukaichi. Mm. His father owned a newspaper, mm. um, and his father wanted him to like, you know, come work at the paper. And he was, he was just like, nah, I don't want to do it. I, I, mm. I, I want to go live my own life. So he uh, became a photo technician. Mm. Um, it was at this time where he was just ignored with his parents. His sisters hated him. When he moved back home, his, he was just completely rejected by his two younger sisters who found him repulsive. Hmm. They wouldn't even speak to him. And he felt the only uh, support he received... So if he was his older sister's daughter, then who was the mother of his younger sisters? Well, the, uh, probably his mom. Well, not his mom, well, but his dad's wife. Okay, okay. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, but he had two younger sisters who just found him repulsive. Mm. Which, I mean, he's kind of repulsive looking. But the only person he received support from was his grandfather. He just um, looks like a normal Japanese guy to me, but whatever. With those hands? Nosferatu hands? Well, I hands? guess his face, though. Yeah. His, you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, he avoided women his own age, mm. um, perhaps because he was physically immature. Listen to what his classmate, I don't even know how they would know this, but mm. his classmate remarked uh, during the trial, mm. his penis is no thicker than a pencil Aww. and no longer than a toothpick. Oh, no. <laughs> 
Wait, so, his <laughs> classmates know that about him? Yeah. So Why? That, uh, think How of the ridicule that? that this guy had. He's yeah. got deformed hands. Oh, probably in the locker room. Yeah, so, deformed okay. hands. Yeah. He's got a tiny micropenis. Mm. It's just, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, mm. everything's kind of, it's like a recipe just for a serial killer. When you were in high school, did you shower in the locker room with, with? No, we never, yeah. had, we never had to do that. I never had to do that. Yeah, either. we never had to do yeah. that. And, uh, I'm like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, and even in like, uh, we go, sw- we had to swim, yeah. I remember, like freshman year, but mm. I would just change into my clothes. I wouldn't even shower. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we never had to do that. Like that. Mm. Um, But yeah, I remember when I was younger, though, in South Africa, Mm. I did. And I I, like sprouted early. Like I had like fucking pubic hair by the age Mm. of like 11. Mm. And I was just like, everyone was like, holy shit. Mm. And everybody knew I had pubes. Mm. And I was quite embarrassed by it, I remember. Mm. I mean, I don't know why. Mm. (laughs) I mean, I should have been like, yeah, I got pubes. Well, because you're a kid, you're embarrassed by everything. Yeah, I remember that. Mm. Um, But this guy, Mm. he had a fucking toothpick-sized penis. Yet his sex drive was stronger than average. Uh, I guess uh, when he was, was well, when that? he was at photo technician school, dick. he took his still and video cameras, the tennis courts, to take crotch shots of female players. Hmm. He did that on a daily basis. And this is this is kind of an interesting uh, point here. He's isn't he that grew- normal in Japan? <laughs> <It's> not, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, don't they? I mean, yeah. don't they have mm. a word for people mm. that like grope other people on subway yeah. trains? It's like a thing they do there. Um, he also grew tired of adult porn magazines. He complained that they black out the most important part. So by 1984, mm. he had turned to mm. child porn, mm. which shows everything since obscenity laws ban the showing of pubic hair, not sex organs. Mm. So is child porn readily available in Japan? Mm. Do you know? No. So then how did, how did this guy turn to child porn? It's like he didn't like adult porn because they block uh, they block the best parts, so he turned to child porn because they show everything. This was probably in the eighties, though, right, or in the nineties. Yeah, but that's probably fucking, before. It's just nonsensical their yeah, yeah. censorship laws. I don't yeah. understand it. It's like it's probably on the. I would imagine it's not. Is it still sensi- like that though? It's still pixelated. Yeah, it's still pixelated. God, I I never watched Japanese porn. That's why it's like I never knew if they had uh, if they were circumcised or not because it was always pixelated. So it's like I don't know. Oh yeah, I guess I yeah. don't really know if they mm. do that there. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, he was mm. uh, he had a, quite a sex drive. Mm. He had child porn, collected uh, thousands mm. of videos as mm. well as anime and mm. live action films based on cartoons. So and, and hentai. Mm. Uh, apparently, he was influenced by uh, horror films, especially mm. the series of the guinea pig films, mm. which I had never heard of. These guinea pig films. Have you mm. ever heard of that? Uh, no. What the fuck they, is that? They say the second one in the series became a model for one of his murders. Mm. So the, the, I looked it up. The guinea pig series. I, I think I have a clip of one, like uh, one over there. But uh, the series consists of six films. Mm. Uh, the Devil's Experiment and Flower, Flesh, and Blood are the first two. Mm. And uh, the second one, Flower, Flesh, and Blood, is what inspired him for his mm. like second murder. But uh, they're basically just torture porn. Hmm. It's just torture porn, straight torture porn. The other four, though, He Never Dies, Devil Woman Doctor, Android of Notre Dame, and Mermaid in a Manhole are just strange. Like, it's, it's weird. The Mermaid in a Manhole is about a guy that finds a mermaid with a disgusting infection, which he brings to his apartment to paint her portrait with her own blood and pus. That's what it's about. 
Is this a cartoon? What is this? No, it's a it's it's a movie. It's like there's six movies. So that the this one that uh, inspired him for one of his murders here, uh, the Flower of Flesh and Blood. I think I have a clip there. Do you mm. see it? Is Wait, it loaded where did up? you put this clip? It's on uh, Chrome. No, I don't know. There's nothing. I, I don't have. It. All right, do a search for okay. uh, open up Chrome and do a search for Flower of Flesh and Blood, and you can find this uh, clip. It's okay. It's pretty good. The mm. reason why this one's good is. Uh, I guess in 1991, mm. Mm. Um, American film critic Chris Gore mm-hmm. met actor Charlie Sheen. You know that guy, Chris Gore? He's friends with a close friend of ours. Um, no. I don't know. You see him around every now and then. I don't know who he is. Um, but anyway, he uh, met actor mm. Charlie Sheen, and he gave him a copy of this movie, mm. Flower, Flesh, and Blood, which is part of the guinea pig mm. series. And apparently in this movie... It shows this like insane Japanese guy dismembering a woman while wearing a samurai outfit. No, oh. that's what the movie's about. And so, which wh- one do I do here? Part two or, or part just do one? the uh, the uh, the trailer for Flower, Flesh, and Blood? Okay, I think this might be it. Is that the trailer? I don't know. It's one minute, so I'm uh, yeah, yeah, it's a trailer. All right, so let me play it. Hold on a second. I've got to open a new thing here. Yeah, so anyway, um, it shows this guy mm. dismembering a woman wearing a samurai helmet. Charlie, mm. she- Charlie Sheen watched it, and he, mm. he was convinced it was a snuff film. Oh. He thought it was like an actual killing of a real woman, so he mm. contacted the FBI, Oh. and they, they did a full investigation. When they did dropped this happen? it when did in this 1991, oh, wow. and they dropped oh, wow. it after the director demonstrated mm. it's all special effects. Yeah. Like it's a horror movie. All right. Well, I'm going to play yeah, this. Yeah, check it out. All right. Okay. Is this the same one who did the mermaid and whatever? Yeah, film? It's, it's all the same. Yeah. It's all part of that series. This isn't porn, right? It's, it's no, no, it's on YouTube. Okay, okay. Yeah. What the fuck? Torture porn. It's weird. Is that an Oompa Loompa? Oh, no, it's a guy. Is that the samurai? Yeah, it's a samurai. Okay. about Charlie Sheen's like this is snuff film I'm reporting it it doesn't even look real though what yeah the hell's wrong? Yeah, well if you're on like that much cocaine yeah she chops up oh alright yeah this is human yeah. Dracula's favorite film yeah. oh my god alright <laughs> and then but the girl's tied yeah. up and the guy's yeah, like yeah. chopping her up yeah well, that was weird. All yeah, right. yeah, it's pretty yeah, bizarre. Yeah. Okay, and so there's right. six movies as part yeah. of the series. Mm. Uh, when uh, they mm. actually, uh, when 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 the cops and the media, I mm. guess, uh, went into uh, Miyazaki's home mm-hmm. after he was arrested, they searched his home. They found mm. the six film Devil Woman Doctor as part of his collection of videos, mm. and that one is just was really strange. It just features a doctor showcasing a series of odd diseases that she mm. then treats in an expectedly gory fashion. It's just like, mm. yeah, it's a really weird series of movies. Mm. I'm not really into the torture porn thing, no. so I probably wouldn't watch no. it, but. I kind of want to see that mermaid one. The mermaid one, I actually, you can find all those on YouTube. Yeah. The, full, the, the full movies it's are called posted mermaid on YouTube. and what? Uh, what's it called? Mm. It's called the, uh, mm. let me see here, uh, Mermaid in a Manhole. Okay. Mermaid in a Manhole, yeah. Got it. I know, it's just kind of weird. Mm. Um. So that's a so that's the thing here. It's like so the guy's into extreme anime. He's into porn. Mm-hmm. He's into torture horror films. You know, but mm-hmm. a lot of people that are into that aren't necessarily going to grow up to become child murderers. So what do you think? Like what? 
what happened to Miyazaki that led mm-hmm. him to kill? That's the question here. So they say, when they, they found all this out during the trial, and obviously psychologists were, mm-hmm. uh, and psychiatrists were examining him, the trigger seems to have been the death I'm of his sure grandfather. I'm sure being his mother's sibling didn't help matters. Well, no, I mean, obviously, yeah. yeah. I think okay. that probably led to the deformity. Yeah. But what triggered him really, and he mentioned this, was mm-hmm. the death of his grandfather mm-hmm. in May 1988. Three months at, and that was three months before the first murder because mm. he was really tight with his grandfather. Mm. His grandfather had been his only actual true adult relationship, and the death marked the breaking of his last bonds with society. Mm. He said that uh, after his grandfather died, mm. he ate some of his grandfather's cremated bones. And a psychiatrist who interviewed him said he wanted to reincarnate his grandfather, and he believed that the reincarnation would only occur um, if he completely consumed his grandfather's body. Did He'd he be reincarnated through him. Did he do that? I guess he ate his ashes. Oh, okay, okay, but yeah. Mm. Um, mm. But that that def- when the grandfather died, he just you know he just kind of uh, became estranged from mm. his family, friends, society, and just sort of retreated into his own um, you know isolation. Yeah, but everybody's grandfather dies. You know yeah, what but, I mean? But this guy, I mean, okay. obviously has an yeah. issue with right. personal relationships. Sure. Uh, so when his youngest sister. Who, mm. who despised him, both his mm. sisters despised him, yelled at him for peeking at her in the bathtub. Mm. He burst in and he smashed her head against the edge of the bathtub. Oof. His mother then freaked out mm. and uh, he attacked her too. He exploded and beat her. Mm. At this point, his father had just given up trying mm. to deal with him. Mm. Just, just left him to his own devices. Okay. He was just like, you know what? I'm peacing out. Mm. I can't deal with this kid. Mm. His fucked up hands. Mm. <laughs> Uh, so, but the murders started shortly after the grandfather died. So, the grandfather died in May. Mm. The first murder occurred between um, around August 1988. And it was only about a year of murders yeah. until he got caught. So, between mm. August 1988, June 1989, Miyazaki mutilated and killed four girls between the ages of four and seven. Mm. And he sexually molested their corpses. He drank the blood of one victim and ate a part of her hands. Uh, these crimes mm. were called the Little Girl Murders and later became the Tokyo Serial Kidnapping Murders of Little Girls. Mm. That was the, uh, the, the, the media gave it like a longer, a longer title. All right. So during the day, he was kind of like a Clark Kent, just a mild-mannered mm. individual, a photo mm. technician. Mm. But outside of work, he randomly selected children to kill. Mm. So uh, yeah, he'd go prowling for kids at night. Um, but the weird thing about this guy, not only did he murder children... Mm. He'd sexually abuse their corpses. Um, but then afterwards, he would taunt the families. Mm. This is how much of a deviant this guy is. He would write to the families of his mm. victims, send them letters recalling the details of the murders. And police found that the families of the victims also received silent nuisance phone calls. So he would call and just listen. And if they didn't pick up, mm. he would just keep ringing over and over again for like a half an hour. Mm. I mean, just insult to injury, this dude. Mm. That twisted individual. So the first murder here occurred August 22nd, 1988. Mm. Um, right after his, the day after, actually, of his 26th birthday. Mm. Mari Kono, she's a four-year-old girl. She vanished while playing at her friend's house. Um, Miyazaki apparently led her into his uh, black Nissan and uh, abducted her. He mm. then drove west of Tokyo, parked the car under, an, under a bridge in a wooded area. Mm. And he sat alongside the girl for a half hour just sitting there before murdering her. He then engaged in sexual acts with the corpse and left her corpse in the hills near his home. He took her clothes with him mm. when he left. 
Um, he allowed her corpse to decompose for a while before later returning, removing the hands and the feet. And he kept those as souvenirs. Mm. Those were actually recovered from his uh, apartment, when mm. his dwelling, I guess, when he was arrested. All right. Second murder was October 3rd, 1988. Mm. Uh, he was driving along. Usually these are like almost like opportunistic murders. He was just kind of mm. prou- cruising for victims. And apparently in Japan, you could just kind of wave to a kid and be like, hey, get in my car. Mm. There's just no stranger danger training mm. in the 80s in Japan. However, mm. when I was a kid in the 80s, my parents like mm. instilled the fear of God in me of yeah, strangers. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Did, did your parents do yes, that? Yeah. Like, I mean, my parents were like, yeah. never do this. They will yeah. kill you. They will yeah. murder you. Yeah. It was around the time, like, Adam Walsh was murdered. Right, yeah, yeah, sure. And yeah. I just I just yeah. had this image. I remember I read that, like, Adam Walsh's head was found in a boat. Mm. It scared the shit out of me. Mm. So I was just like, okay, I'm not going to fucking get in a stranger's car. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was, like, mm. trained to, like, scream if that happened. But I was kind of a fat, ugly kid. I don't think anyone wanted to kidnap me. No, no. You know, fucking big nose and You Jewish. never know. Uh, maybe you never mm. know um so yeah so anyway he spotted this girl seven-year-old masami yashizawa and he mm. just offered her a ride she mm. jumped in his car and they drove back to the scene of the first murder oh because it's like you must always honor your elders by getting in the car with them or something maybe. you think that's why i don't know maybe he actually probably like authority yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is this is an interesting thing though you know like how, you're like, always supposed to listen to anybody Anything anybody older tells you, probably, in Japan. And you just don't question yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he drove to the scene mm. of the first murder, and he mm. strangled the child to death. Mm. Then he stripped her quickly before rigor mortis set in mm. and sexually abused a corpse. Mm. When the little body shuddered involuntarily, mm. I guess he freaked out, ran back to his car, and drove off. Mm. He left the remains, like, right pretty much like 100 meters from where the original girl, Marie Kono, was lay, laying white and whitening in the sun. Mm. But you know what's interesting about this is that serial killers often return to the scene of the crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, uh, reading, or I was watching that show Mindhunters. Right, yeah. And they ask Ed Kemper about mm, it. And Ed mm. Kemper's like, yeah, I would go back. If I mm. couldn't find a victim, I'd mm. go back to the scene of the first mm. crime and just masturbate because of right. thrill. Mm-hmm. Just the, uh, of, of just the, mm. the location, you know, the right. memory. yeah. Um, but yeah, this guy was is a classic example of that. So on December 12th, 1988, so this is all kind of in the span of like a few months, uh, he got his fourth victim, uh, Erica Namba, four years old, mm. which is just odd that these girls are just walking around by themselves at the Burger age of four. Burger from the life, this guy sounds like Albert Fish, and he does actually sound like Albert Fish. He does kind of, but yeah. Albert Fish, though, did Al Fish like prey on little girls? Little kids, yeah. Oh, was it all little kids? Hmm. Yeah. I forget it was boys or girls, but it was little kids. I think it was both. I feel was it, like yeah, both. boys yeah, and yeah, girls. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so mm-hmm. but what's weird to me though? Four year, four year old kids just walking home from a friend's house. Where's the parents? Yeah. Do they? I guess. It, I guess Japan is such a low incidence of crime that they I didn't care so. about it. Yeah. Um, so he kidnapped this girl, Erica mm. Namba, uh, forced her into his car. So actually, mm. he forced this girl into his car. Mm. Uh, he then drove to a parking lot. Mm. Forced her to remove her clothes in the back seat and mm. began to take pictures of her. Okay. After killing her, he tied her hands and feet behind her back, mm. covered her with a bed sheet, and placed the body in his trunk. Mm. And this is kind of a weird thing. So after uh, he was leaving, he mm. disposed of her clothes. He started driving off. Mm. I don't know what happened. Like I think he just turned a corner, was careless. The mm. car was stuck. Yeah, the car got stuck in the mud and he couldn't get out. Uh, so he switched on his hazard lights and disappeared in the dark woods with her sheet-wrapped body to dispose of the corpse. Mm. He then like, later returned with the crumpled sheet, 
He didn't leave her in the sheet. He just mm-hmm. left her, took the sheet back, and he found two guys standing by his car. Mm. And so he kind of casually opened the trunk, put the sheet in there. Obviously, they didn't think that was weird. And he explained his problem that his car was stuck in the mud. They actually helped him mm. lift the car mm. and, and you know get it out of the mud. And they got in, said thanks, and sped away. Yeah. I mean, just almost got caught. Mm. And then like later on, the two men... Uh, I guess when the murders came forward, mm. said that they saw a guy, mm. you know, driving a. They said it was a Toyota Corolla, but he's actually driving a Nissan. Mm. Um, they mm. did. They soon. Uh, they they recovered her body, which is. Uh, and now it's now three ch- three children, three right. female girls, um, were uh, were murdered all mm. in the span of a short span of time. Yeah. So now they're like, okay, I think there's a serial killer going on. Mm. Which Japan, like a Japanese police, were just unequipped to deal with that. Yeah, but I, it caused mass hysteria. The media was mm. kind of in a frenzy here, reporting on it. So, at, and uh, less than a week um, after the, uh, the the girl Erica Namba was, was uh, murdered, the father received a postcard in the mail, mm. and it was it was formed from kanji characters cut from magazines and newspapers, mm. and it's kind of like these creepy serial killer haikus. Mm. All it read was Erica, cold, cough, throat rest death oh yeah cut out from kanjis all right so he didn't he took a little break over the winter mm. he didn't kill again until uh, the following summer but mm. during that time this guy was busy like his hobby was to fuck with the victim's families okay so uh on his way to work mm. he dropped off a box at uh mari the first mm. victim's father uh, at the the house of the kono household this is the first victim and uh, the father found this box on his doorstep, called the police. Inside the box were ashes, dirt, fragments of charred bones, and 10 baby teeth. Mm. It also contained photos of a child's shorts, underwear, and sandals. Mm. And a single sheet of copier paper with five words on it. Another creepy-ass haiku. Mari, bones, cremated, investigate, prove. Mm. But this guy is so so disturbed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is like kind of... How many American serial killers are writing haikus? I could see them leaving weird mementos, but right. the fact that he's like ta- like taunting the families? Mm. Yeah, just very disturbed. Um, the 10 small teeth were immediately given to the cops, given, and uh, they, you know, the police did an investigation into it. And uh, one of their forensic uh, pathologists said that it probably didn't belong to, to Mari. Um, but then his examination turned out to be mistaken, and they found out that the teeth were not only human, but mm. they were they were actually Mari Kono's, the first victim's teeth. Uh, so Miyazaki, I guess, followed the news reports, and he heard just the original verdict that it wasn't mm. hers, and I guess he was really upset about it. Mm. So then he got down, got his typewriter out, and he uh, started uh, typing out a letter called "Crime Confession." Okay. Yuko Imata, which is the sign Yuko Imata, mm. which is a pun on now I'll tell, I guess okay. is what it means. And so he wrote this letter saying, I put the cardboard box with Mari's remains in front of your home. I did everything from the start of the incident to the finish. I saw the police press conference where they said the remains were not Mari's. That's not true. He's like, uh, um, I wanted to write this confession to you so you wouldn't think she was still alive and continue to hope in vain. I say again, the remains are Mari's. And then he wrote, and this is even crazier. Mm. He wrote, uh, he, in this, he started describing mm. her dead body. Before mm. I knew it, the child's corpse had gone rigid. I wanted mm. to cross her hands over her breast, but they wouldn't budge. Pretty soon, the body gets red spots all over it. Big red spots. Like the Hinumaru flag. Mm. 
or, or you like covered her whole body with red seals. I don't know what that means. Mm. After a while, the body's covered with stretch marks. It was so rigid before. Now it feels like it's full of water and it smells. How it smells. Like nothing you've ever smelled in this whole wide world. This is what he wrote in a letter that he gave to her parents. Yeah. God, this guy's disturbed. Um, the Konos waited three weeks before the police officially announced that the remains were with her kid. And so uh, they they had a funeral for the kid seven months after she had vanished. They had a funeral. Yes. And in the funeral, the father said her hands and feet didn't seem to be the remains. Mm. When she gets to heaven, she won't be able to walk or eat. Please return the rest of her remains. Because mm. he kept the f- hands and feet. Right. God, this guy. Jesus. Yeah, it's creepy. Creepy. But his killing spree is almost done. He only actually ended up killing four victims. So his last one was on, uh, in 1989, June 6, 1989. Um, he uh, found fi- a five-year-old girl, Ayako Nomoto, just playing by herself. He approached her and he asked her to pose for some pictures. I guess that was his, kind of his MO. He'd go up to girls and be like, hey, you want to take some pictures? And a lot of them would run away screaming because he was creepy with his deformed talon hands. Mm. Um, but then he went up to this girl and she's like, okay. Mm. And I think that's probably part of it. Like you respect your elders. Mm. Um, so he took several shots of the girl and she got used to him. And they said, hey, why don't we take some shots inside the car? And so mm. she followed him and he got in, she got in the backseat of the, of the uh, Nissan. And uh, as he handed her a stick of gum, the young girl commented and laughed about his deformed hands. Okay. Well, that you shouldn't do that. No, no. That's, yeah. That uh, mm. caused him to become enraged. He pulled on a pair of vinyl gloves and he said, here's what happens to kids who say things like that. He seized her by the throat. This is all in his own testimony. She kicked and kicked, but went limp in four or five minutes. To make sure she was dead, he taped her mouth and tied her hands with vinyl rope, then wrapped the body in a sheet and put it in the trunk of his car. But this time, compared to like the other times when he just left her in the woods, he took the body home. He stopped at a video shop to rent a camera. And this is kind of like that, uh, that movie, The Flesh and the Flower, where mm-hmm. with the samurai. The house was dark. He parked next to his, uh, two, he had a two-room bungalow. He waited a couple hours, carried the small corpse inside, stripped off the clothes, wiped it with a towel, and he spread the legs and taped her v- vaginal lips apart. And then he took photographs and videos while he masturbated. Afterwards, he bound the hands and feet again mm-hmm. with nylon cord, covered the body with sheets. And apparently, he just left her there for a few days. Yeah. And then it's like the decomposing corpse started smelling. And he's like, I got to give her the body. So uh, he, with a knife and saw, he hacked off the head, hands and feet. And then he hid the torso near a public toilet, I guess, outside. Okay. And then uh, he roasted her hands in the backyard, ate some of the flesh. You know, why not? Uh, that's probably the best way Do to get rid of it. Do we need to hear all of this? Like, is this really all necessary, all of this stuff? I'm building a character uh, profile. All right, all right. Okay. All right. Like, <laughs> you thought your your grandma becoming a dibuk was frightening. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, we've been going for 40 minutes. I'm just curious, when are we going to get to the fucking rat boy? That's what I want to know. Uh, that's at the end. Oh, my God. That's at the end. But Where's I'm almost done. All right, all this right. is the end, because Jesus. this is the last victim. Okay, all right. Uh, it's so, a yeah. toy box killer episode all over again. So yeah, so he ate some of right. flesh and he yeah. got rid of the rest of the body. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a couple of weeks later, he ended up like disposing of the rest of the corpse. But in the end, the reason he was caught, not by the police and their investigation, because police were like freaking out, but they didn't know how to deal with it. So in the end, what ended up happening was uh, a citizen stopped him. Mm. And this is kind of like what blows my mind. I guess maybe it's a different cultural like a cultural shift compared mm. to the U.S. But 
1989, he found two sisters sitting there yeah. playing, and he went up to him, did the whole thing of like, "Hey, you want to take some pictures?" And uh, he told the older girl, mm. nine years old, to stay. And he took the other one to a river. And the older girl was like, she ran back home, found mm. her father, and the father sprinted to find her daughter naked with this guy taking pictures mm-hmm. with a camera, you know, between her legs. Uh, the father tackled him, mm. knocked him down, but uh, Miyazaki ended up twisting away, ran mm. to the edge of the river, and just like ran away. Okay. And so the only re- re- reason he got caught is because police were like, you know, police were called and they mm. were, uh, you know, watching his car. He came back. To, to get his car, and then that's when they busted him. Mm. And uh, immediately after busting this guy, um, they found, they were like, we found our serial killer. And it was, the media was completely convinced that they actually ended up like going to his, with police to the home, and they mm. let the media in to like film his home, his okay. bungalow. All right. And so inside the bungalow, they found like 5,000 videotapes, mm-hmm. some containing anime, slasher films, the guinea pig mm. films footage of some of his victims in there so it was mm. obvious at that point right. and he was totally calm yeah he like confessed mur- confessed to all the murders didn't even didn't even like have any qualms about it that's how you know this guy's a, like a complete psychopath and so yeah and they found clips of the girls murders so the media started right. calling him the otaku murderer otaku refers to anime yeah and it caused a moral panic and then the uh you know Jap- the Japanese government's like, we need to like stop anime. Like, you shouldn't be producing anime anymore. Okay. And the trial was a big deal, you mm. know. Uh, the father actually refused to hire a lawyer for his mm. son. He said it wouldn't be fair to the victims. So the father was just like, I don't even mm. care. Uh, okay. But I think the fun- the parents were so mm. shamed by it. Yeah. Because the father shortly afterwards committed suicide. You know, because, I mean, that would suck if your kid commits such dastardly crimes. Um, the public defender's office right. like had to find lawyers, so they found two guys who were willing to take the case. One of the guys was just completely opposed to the death penalty, and it's weird. Like Japan is weird with their death penalty. Like they still do it, but the way they do it there—I mean, I think we covered this on Sick and Wrong a while ago—but the way yeah. they do it there is you're—you don't get a date of mm. execution. It's mm. just one day they show up and they're like, "All right, this is the day. You're right. done," and then they hang you. It's, it's always by hanging. So he hung. He got hung. Yeah, but it okay. took a while. Right. So, uh, the so defense, who's the rat boy? Well, I'm getting to that. Oh, my God. Settle down. The defense team was trying to claim that uh, he, he has like a limited sense of responsibility okay. and he can't choose between mm. right and wrong. Mm-hmm. And the basis of this is because he, like during the trial, would completely speak in this like nonsensical uh, voice and just mm. saying nonsensical phrases and he blamed his actions on an mm. alter ego called Ratman. Okay. He said it was Ratman that forced him to kill. And so you can see that right. picture now of Ratman. Now I can Rat show the picture Man. of yeah. Ratman. Okay. And he, he spent his time during the trial just drawing these images of mm. Ratman. Mm. So he said it, was, it wasn't him, it was Ratman mm. that did it. But you, that didn't convince the court. Do you remember that movie Rat Boy? Was that the one with the Willard? No, no, it was what like about it was about like a weird puppet rat boy thing. He was like a rat boy from New York or whatever. I don't know. I saw it when I was a kid. I don't know. And he was like he had that. prosthetics. He was a little rat kid. He was like a rat. Like his face was. Yeah, a rat. yeah, yeah. He was some kind of mutant. 
What, what was the deal with Willard? Like he could control the rats? He could control the rats. They were his friends. He, they were you know, his friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was going to have them to, take over the world. Anyway, I got a picture of fucking Rat Boy up on this fucking That's Rat thing. Man right there. Yeah. So. <laughs> but is. so he blamed, he was saying it was Rat Man that did it. Yeah. But that didn't convince the district court. They judged him aware of the magnitude well, of the Well, here's the giveaway. It's like Rat Man has the same hands as he does. Uh, that, oh, in does, the yeah, he's yeah, got like so. the same kind of deformed That's hands. Right. Yeah. So they held him accountable for the mm. crimes. He was sentenced to death and he finally mm. hanged on June 17th, 2008. All right. They finally killed him. Great. Um, I guess at the time, right before he died, he wrote a furious letter to his father, blaming him for everything. Yeah. And his father committed suicide after that. To his mother. Well, that's the only honorable thing to do. I guess. His mother, he said, I mm. caused you much heartache. Mm. Um, but by the way, don't forget to change the oil in my car or you won't be able to drive it. Yeah. <laughs> Very practical guy. This guy. Yeah. Fucking rat man. All right. Yeah, Jesus. That was horrible, mm. wasn't it? Yeah. God, you know, the women from mm-hmm. My Favorite Murder and yeah. all the sundry podcasts can totally talk in the most horrific details. Harrison can't even deal with like a Well, you think you'd couple. skip ahead and be like, all right, we've already you gone gotta on for go 45 over, minutes. You gotta go over the details. And about, it's all in the minutiae. About 50 minutes ago, your girlfriend said she was hungry and you're like, oh yeah, we'll be done in and out. I don't want to be here when she starts yelling at you. It's important See, to that's, me to not that's be here. that's what makes a successful podcast yeah. like My Favorite Murder. Mm-hmm. Is dedication to the craft. Okay. Mm. Harrison's like thinking of, I don't know what you're thinking of, fucking hentai porn or something. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, people, this is episode 702 here, Mm. Sick and Wrong. We got news stories coming up next Mm. and some phone calls a little later in the show. But first, here's a word, actually a new promo, Mm. a really funny promo done by a listener, uh, Mm. a guy named Matt, about our Patreon page. So check this out. It's kind of funny. It actually does an imitation of me, you, and Steel. Oh, good. Hi, this is D. Simon. And I'm Harrison. Harrison, I feel like I need to level with the fans. I feel like they need to know what's going on behind the scenes here at Second Wrong. Mmm. You see, a few years ago, when Wackerly had a sex change operation, well, I went and got him pregnant, and now he's suing me for child support. What am I going to do? Well, that's nothing, man. I just found uh, Adolf Hitler and Eva Brown's sex swing on the dark web. And I don't have any cryptocurrency to buy it with. Know what I'm saying? Man, how are we going to solve these financial problems? Hey, do you hear that? Somebody's knocking at the sick and wrong studio door. Who is it? It's me, Steel. And I've come all the way down L.A. to tell your fans that they need to sign up for the Sick and Wrong Patreon so they can listen to my monthly rants on all the fucking shit that pisses me off, which is pretty much everything, absolutely. First story we have here uh, came in from Joel. Joel Mm. writes, This is a bit weird, even for whales. Mm. And he's right. This is is definitely a bit weird. Okay. Very, uh, Very weird Welsh story. A nurse treated a female patient's genitals like a ventriloquist dummy in front of his (laughs) colleagues. See, you can see the comedic potential in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all about the delivery. Right, it is. Because, you know, they're going to, especially the fact that this, uh, this genitals belong to a, uh, a, a woman who is like mentally disabled. You know, she's in a convalescent home. So she's dead though, right? No, she's alive. She's alive. How did you? Because she's incapacitated. Oh, no. Yeah, that's okay, what I'm saying. Right. It's like he could I almost say... it was a corpse. It was a corpse. It's like, okay, well, that's... 
You could almost you know, say this can, is punching down. You could almost <laughs> say that. <laughs> William yeah. Kennedy blamed the incident on failing to take his medication, <laughs> describing the whole thing as being blown out of proportion. It's like, dude, mm. <laughs> you just mimicked words of the labia of a disabled mm. patient, an incapacitated mm. patient. So a registered nurse examining a vulnerable patient who's completely incapacitated mm-hmm. used his hand to make it appear like her vagina oh was God. speaking. Um, he was examining the unnamed women in front of uh, several colleagues. Uh, she's referred to just only as patient A. They don't want to say her name. He was examining was her. Was it at least an original bit, or was he doing the same thing from G- what Jim Carrey did in fucking Ace Ventura, Ace Ventura. with his own asshole? I think he was just delivering, like, take my wife one-liners, okay, like Kenny right. Youngman. Yeah. <laughs> I take my wife everywhere, but she finds her way home. My wife and I were happy for 20 years, mm-hmm. then we met. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So he was examining her for abnormal discharge in front of three colleagues when he right. pulled her labia apart. This is a doctor? He's a nurse. He's a registered nurse. Mm. And then he started speaking, hello, my Mm. name is, whatever her name is, patient A. Slim shady. Um, Treating her labia like a puppet. Zadite, 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 zadite. To the horror of his colleagues who immediately reported him. You got to know your audience. That's the thing, you know. And you know he probably practiced this routine Mm. by himself. I don't know what he thought he was. I've, Mm. I've never... Being comfortable watching ventriloquists. I, I hate no, ventriloquists. Like, no. remember that guy Jeff Dunham? He's yes. probably the biggest ventriloquist He's comedian. The biggest, yeah. People like go pay to see his act yeah. in like Branson, Missouri, or yeah. something. It's like family Vegas, friendly, yeah. friendly like yeah. ventriloquist comedy. Yeah, uh, I've always found it disturbing. I wonder. I if think he- to do it where it's like, oh, this is the. You know, the rat boy who murders little girls, and this is the infected mermaid, or whatever. You know, I'd like to have a bunch of puppets and do that. And do yeah. it with like a pus filled mermaid the, and this is covered like in boils. Rolf, the werewolf Nazi. I've actually tried, I've actually spent hours online trying to see if I could put together like a werewolf Nazi puppet to do a ventriloquism act. With. Can you do it though? Can you do that without moving your lips? No, but, I, but no, but the thing is, is if you have a werewolf Nazi, you don't have to fucking. It's a werewolf, you know. That covers, are you going to be off camera and like just let it go? That'll cover the spread, you know, of like, hey, he's moving his. Ma- it's a werewolf Nazi, you know. I guess, but when you perform live, people are like not going to suspend their disbelief because they're like, oh, he's totally the one talking. It's not. That's the what you Nazi. think ventriloquism is about. <laughs> well, the good ones, like you watch Jeff Dunham, that mm. guy's mouth is just like. They, so they they really think it's alive. The puppet. <laughs> That's the in idea. Your world. Okay. All right. Have you ever you no. ever see uh, David Liebhart on Tim and Eric? No. He's got the most horrifying mm. ventriloquist dummies mm. that he mm. found in like the garbage or something. Yeah. And he's like, and he's mm. terrible at it. That's mm. why I figure most ventriloquists mm. are like. It's like mm. you, know, you can see the mm. lips moving and yeah. all that. Um, but this dude. I don't, I don't, you know he must have practiced this mm. act. He had to have done it. Uh, so the incident occurred at a home in uh, in Wales. Mm. Uh, I can't even pronounce the name of this place. Mm. Kaffir Lily County or Kaffir sure. County. Uh, but when uh, subsequently questioned, Kennedy played down the offense, saying mm. totally blown out of proportion. Um, <laughs> he's a 58-year-old man. And he, he was said to have been completely blasé when discussing mm. what had happened. Mm. Um, he said he justified and minimized the offense, describing mm. it as having been blown out of proportion, relying on the absence of sexual motivation and his own sexual orientation. 
That's what justified it. Is he gay? Apparently, gay men are allowed to uh, <laughs> to use disabled vagina ventriloquist <laughs> comedy. Correct. Yeah, that's totally do. Yeah, that's yeah. totally condoned mm. in the gay uh, mm-hmm. in the gay lifestyle. Mm. Um, but I don't. Not to uh, maybe not in this workplace. Mm. Uh, he said what happened was a result of a failure to take his medication and a socially awkward situation, <laughs> which uh, he blamed on those in the room. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but it wasn't it wasn't the fact that he used a vagina. Is it was the fact that he did the I'm not the dummy. You're the dummy routine on a woman that was mentally handicapped with her vagina. It's like, that's very on. Yeah, you know, very insensitive because she was the yeah, well, kind of she was, the, she was the, dummy the dummy because she was she yeah, was mentally the dummy uh, in disabled. multiple ways. Yeah, so it's it not terrible. Cool. Dude. But what kind of meds is this guy on? <laughs> yeah. Or should be on? Thorazine? I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I just love how he's blaming his audience. Mm. It was them. They, mm. they goaded me into doing it. They were like, come on. They suggest they dared me. Like, would I do it? He wasn't doing the Syracuse shuffle. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Makes me think mm. of uh, Terry Schiavo. Remember Terry? <laughs> That yeah. she's like a patient like that. Like he basically is taking yeah. Terry Schiavo's vagina yeah. and doing a whole comedy routine. With <laughs> Terry they did kill her, right? I think they did Thank end up putting God. her down. Yeah. Thankfully. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, what you have to look forward to. If you don't get put down, Yeah, you're part of this guy's yeah. comedy act. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Doing my act at the convalescent home. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wonder if it was like an open mic or something. I'm not sure. Mm. Uh, so he was at his court appearance. Uh, he was convicted of ill-treating a patient who lacked mental capacity. And he, he since he got fired, he started working at a new hospital in Newport because mm. apparently in Wales, they just aren't aware of your past convictions, nor mm. do they care. Um, but some issues have arise where I guess his, uh, there's a lot of concerns about the level of his insight regarding his conviction when discussing the incident with his probation officer. There's a risk of harm to the public Mm. if Kennedy um, was allowed to practice unrestricted. Mm. So the panel said, you can work again Mm. as long as as you're confined to a nursing practice only in Newport, you're refrained from carrying out any intimate examinations or clinical procedures for the next 18 months. So no VAG exams for you. Um, it also states that during during this time, he what can't work any country. night shifts. Honestly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if they've done anything like that, he would be like, no, we, that's it forever. You would You're never be able to forever. work no. in a, a convalescent home ever again. Or any, you'd lose your, you'd lose your nursing license. Well, would you be a sex offender in this country? Yeah, probably. Yeah, there, I mean, it depends on the, what kind of lawyer you had, but yeah, probably. So there for the next yeah. 18 months, hmm. he, uh, he can't do intimate examinations. Hmm. He's not allowed to work night shifts. And he's also not allowed to be the only nurse on duty. You know, this guy they must... just fire... Why don't they... Just, yeah, okay. Well, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's uh, the new Jesus. job. He must mm. have been a lot of fun to work with, though. Yeah, it does sound it, like <laughs> I mean, if he's yeah. taking... Doing a whole, like, yeah. ventriloquist dummy act mm. with a patient's vagina, who knows what else he, he does. He must make the hours fly by, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you should see his mm. bedpan tricks. Mm. Uh, he'll also be supervised during work hours by a line manager, mentor, or supervisor, nominated by his employer, and he's required to report to the line manager for monthly discussions mm. about his professional conduct. Mm. So he's yeah he's uh, 
What a buzzkill. Yeah, you he's know? definitely on, uh, yeah. on supervision here. Yeah, double secret probation. But he still has a job, which mm. blows my mind. You know, it reminds yeah. me of uh, mm. when I worked, it's kind of a quick story here. When I worked at, uh, when I was doing mm. Rampage Radio back in the days, mm. I started doing, it was like Wednesday night mm. at first. And it was, uh, it was before Rampage, actually. I was doing Rampage and I was doing my own show called mm. The Dirty Sanchez Show. This yeah. is probably like in 1999 or 2000. Mm. Wednesday night, from like three to six a.m., mm-hmm. got a lot of weird callers. Yeah, yeah. But one guy who's the weirdest is this guy mm. named Father Featherstone. Mm. Always wore like a priest. What's that called? Like with a collar. He was a col- How do you know what he's wearing? He's a collar. No, he. I met him. Oh, okay, okay. I met him right. a couple times. Yeah. He'd stop by sometimes. Mm. I see. And uh, mm. yeah, did a lot of math that guy. Mm. And his job was to pick up bodies mm. and take them to a crematorium. Is what in Oakland. Okay. And so he called. And this is before mm. I met him. He called and he called himself Father Featherstone. Mm. He was like just a weird dude, like long, kind of a like long brown, kind of greasy hair, mm. bad skin, did a lot mm. of meth, always wore a priest outfit, mm. and so or like a collar and all that. And so anyway, one time he was like, "Yeah, I moved dead bodies," and I used, I was mm. just like, "Yeah, I'm sure you do," and I, I, mm. I, you know, make fun of him on the air or whatever. And he's like, "No, seriously, that's mm. what I do for a living. You want to see?" And I was just like, sure. Mm. And so one day he showed up and mm. he drove around. He was in the hearse mm. that they used to transport the bodies. It's not really a hearse. It's more like a, a like a medical transport car okay. or something. And so we drove over to the crematorium mm. and we we went in there. And I was mm. like, holy shit, this guy's mm. totally for real. Yeah. And we walk in and uh, he was like, I know there's some bodies in the back. And he opens up kind of like a cooler mm. and there were like four bodies in there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he like pulled back the plastic one. And he, mm. he didn't use her vagina, but he used her mouth. Mm. And he was like, hey, Dirty Sanchez, <laughs> what's your name? Yeah. Dude, I fucking was like, holy shit. And yeah. I like fucking ran out of the place. Yeah. And I was outside like, dude, what the fuck's wrong with you? I was yeah. like smoking cigarettes. He's like, oh, you can't take it? And I was like, yeah. I-, I just want to go back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, I was just like, what the fuck? That's the type of guy who would do a comedy routine with a dead patient's fucking labia. That's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. pretty good. My God. What do you have here for the second story? Oh, have I got a story for you? Have I got a story for you? It's about a Georgia woman who bites an Uber driver in a shocking video. Last night I witnessed the zombie apocalypse. Wow. Yeah. This is like a David Allen Coe song or something. Yeah, that was a terrible one. I think I was thinking of like Queen of Hearts, but it just kind of, it went off. Yeah. It, it didn't was, work. Uh, just you know. don't do it again. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I just wrote down mermaid and manhole at the top of this. <laughs> You're gonna go watch that. I'm gonna that go tonight. watch that. You're I'm gonna, gonna watch. <laughs> it's like haunting. Uh, okay. All right. So an Uber driver bitten by a rampaging Georgia woman, described as a zombie by a witness, has set up a donation page for help with his medical bills and fixing the car that is his livelihood. You know, the Cranberry song is actually about this incident. It is about this incident. Because she can see in the future. (laughs) Yes, she can. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, video of the Atlanta incident on August 19th was posted to Twitter by a user called Rico. Shows Uber driver Yasser Abdul Hadi of Decatur trying to deal with the woman as she climbed over the hood of his Toyota Prius and deliberately broke his wipers. Where is he from? Decatur, Decatur. Decatur. I don't know how you fucking say it. De- Decatur. Whatever. It makes it sound like a place in Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> 
Decatur. Yeah. Look, I don't know. You have the video, though, for this is yeah. great. Mm. We Do you have the video? Oh, I have the video. Oh, yeah. Like the audio of this. I mean, it ends right mm. when he's screaming, but it's yeah. pretty amazing. Should I play the video now or should I? Oh, let, let, well, let's let explain, explain it. Yeah. Let's explain. He had just dropped off a ride when the unprovoked attack began. The woman then entered his vehicle. And he pulled her out before she attacked him from behind, biting hard into Hadi's side as he screamed out in pain. <laughs> and then the guy who posted it to Twitter, Rico, said, Last night I witnessed the zombie apocalypse. Um, and Hadi said, She's acting very weird. She's acting very wild. And she's on the car. She's telling me I need to die. Kill me. And I don't know if his English isn't great, so I don't know if he's saying she said she needed to die or she said he needed to die. I think um, she said he needed to die. Okay, yeah, because the pain, I said, God, just let her take my flesh. I don't care. I want her to go away from me. <laughs> it's so dramatic. Yeah. It's horrible. She's hit me in my job, my health, and my financial pocket money. It's hard. <laughs> financial pocket money <laughs> she's acting very weird she's acting very wild and she's on the car man oh no it's like so, matt berry doing this yeah yeah <laughs> uh the pain i said oh wait i already did that uh he wrote on his gofundme page that he's worked for uber for four and a half years and completed eleven thousand five hundred rides well whoop this shit I just love in the video. I don't think I've, I haven't completed that many rides. How, how long did you do it? Two years? Uh, two months. Oh, two months. Two or I three thought, months. I thought you did longer than that. No. Two months. Did you ever have any kind of incident like this? No, I had nothing yeah. cool happen. Well, I mean, I don't know mm. how often this happens, but you mm. do read about like the Uber drivers getting attacked every now and then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Driving around with mace for this reason. This so. guy should have had mace. Mm. Just mace that chick. Um, but what's great about the video is like this dude's totally being attacked. There's like mm. this insane woman, mm. fucking zombie, tearing his car apart, mm. and everyone's just videotaping it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I want to get this. Although to be fair, according to what people were saying on Twitter, when the cop showed up, she she was clearly crazy. So it's like they didn't listen to her. But apparently, she's tried to say that like he attacked her. So luckily, it was on video. Yeah, actually, you know? it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing with these police yeah. uh, brutality videos, yeah. like when the police are trying to like mm. you know shut their body cams off and then try to argue like oh that never happened it's like well actually we get six videos that people took with their cell phones it is 1916 in your head they are fighting all right so i got this fucking video so here's here. the video yeah, yeah you should check this out people yeah. it's great my god somebody call police yeah we call oh my baby, god baby you gotta stop baby you Please. gotta stop baby, gonna, you, gotta baby you gotta stop, stop. Oh my, my god. god, she's kicking them. <laughs> I didn't call you, get it. I wouldn't get it They're like, don't get involved. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. Well, he, and then she tries to get in the car. He tries to pull her out of the car because she, she tries to like drive away with the car. Oh, oh my god. god, I ain't. I ain't. You just pull her out of the I car. Somebody got you, man. Yeah, I got. Small. Watch out, watch out. Don't hit her. Don't hit her. Don't, don't hit her. her. Don't hit her. But just, she, come on, baby. You got to. He's getting bitten. He's biting Oh my god! He's biting the oh shit out of him. <laughs> He's biting the shit out of him. 
I mean, if you're getting oh, like, if she's man. biting into your flesh yeah, yeah. and your side, are you allowed at that point to punch her in the head? No, well, I don't know. Look, I don't know. You what know? would you do? What but would you what, do if some crazy got into your car? I'd pull her out of the car, you know? But then if she started biting you? I think I'd punch her in the face. I would do whatever I could to get, you know. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, I'm always a, aware of, you well, know what I mean? She's a diminutive Optics woman. I mean, she's small. Like, Optics I'm surprised this guy couldn't, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. hold her, you know? Well, what I would have done is I would have driven away when she was dr- pulling out my fucking windshield wipers. But she's on the hood of your car. What if she fell off? I would have backed away. She falls off. Then but then you're drove. liable, and they say like you drove off with a woman on your car. She's I would have just hood. got. I would have got you, in what the are car. You, oh, from falling two feet off a hood, you're fine. I would have gotten in the car. Locked anyway, the I got. I'm showing a picture of his wound. It's on his uh, <laughs> GoFundMe, so I'm just showing it to the kids at home. I would have gotten uh, in the car, the locked the doors, yeah. and just called nine one one. Right. And be like, I'm getting attacked by a zombie. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what you do. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's a better idea. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Animal. He's got to GoFundMe. It's GoFund. You know what? I don't know. We'll just look it up. His name's yeah, Yasser Alawaliwo or something. You know, I don't know. Whatever. And she and the weird thing about her is she's a so, porn star. Right? She is apparently yeah. According according to someone on the Twitter feed, I don't know. Well, let me read this. Um, yeah, he wants donations. So she they arrested a 26 year old Tanisha Denise Campbell. Of Lagrange or Lagrange, I don't know. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know Georgia fucking geographic. Lagrange. I'm not, I'm not the fucking Macon County lineman, you know. I'm not a Decatur Glen Campbell over here, you know. <laughs> I'm not an lineman for the county, but I do drive the main road. Ironically, um, she is charged with one count of misdemeanor battery and one count of criminal trespass. That sounds like something. That maybe shit should be a felony battery. That's what like about a fucking like serious property shit. damage. I mean, did she smash this guy's car or tear off a yeah? There's some wiper? bunch of yeah. There's a bunch of shit. So anyway, um, he dropped off a customer and she approached him and began arguing with, with him for no reason. She jumped inside of his vehicle and ransacked the inside of his car. Uh, she damaged the wipers and then you know she bit him on the side, causing a laceration. Uh, then the officer tried to speak with her get a rabies shot and then she began to yell at me and not let me speak by speaking over me is what the police said she didn't never want to do it what was she on I don't know man maybe maybe uh, bath salts or something monkey spice or what's that new thing (laughs) monkey dust or whatever monkey dust it's all just it's all just bath salts it's all just the same they just knew just rebranded yeah yeah uh the female stated she was at a location for a pool party with friends and her purse and all of her personal information her children's personal information is children oh my god cell phone and cash was missing she went to look for her belongings and it turned into a physical alteration, altercation between her friends and herself. She was very irate and uncooperative. She continued to blame everyone, she observed. I while, can't believe she still has friends. Yeah, while in the police vehicle stating, they are the ones who did this to me and took my stuff. Um, upon arriving at the precinct while completing paperwork, Miss Campbell decided to urinate on the floor. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what's you know what's gonna happen. And then she, she started to bang her head against the wall and had to be physically restrained. You know what's gonna happen? The next day yeah. she's like, I think I got roofied. Yeah. And that's gonna be her defense. Like someone slipped something into my drink because mm. I have no idea. Yeah. But it's like what really happened? Mm. You just fucking smoked a shitload of bath salts. 
So somebody says she's also known as Harmony Cage. She's an adult film star. Harmony Cage? Yeah. Uh, sweet underscore Harmony 69 on Twitter. Huh. Uh, Harmony Cage, yeah. I'm going to look that up a she's little later. She's got a website. She's got some fetish when I'm by shit myself. on there. She's got a bunch of stuff on there. Huh. Did you check yeah. it out yet? I was looking at it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Do um, you own any uh, material with her on it? Uh, I don't. Not uh, yet. I, I don't. Maybe. It's possible. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Who knows? I got a lot of stuff. Who knows? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I don't, but that's just like what someone in Twitter said. I have no yeah. verification of that. I don't, I don't, I don't have a secondary source on that, you know, to corroborate. Not, yeah. It's not uh, clarified yet. Yeah. So anyway, that's, uh, that's a story kids. So you know? I wonder how old her children are. I yeah. guess if I was like a elementary school kid, I probably wouldn't care. But if I was mm. like in junior high mm. and then it's like this viral video of my mom just wilding mm. out on some guy's Prius, biting mm. him. I would be embarrassed. Yeah. I imagine a lot of kids would be... Uh, this guy kind of... Yeah, it's his, his, his GoFundMe is called Uber Driver Attacked Incident by a Woman. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to do... Remember those like... He's got almost $2,000. He looks kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> looks like who? Like Borat? He looks kind of like Hank Azaria if Hank Azaria got cancer. <laughs> Do you remember those dickheads? They used to make songs out of things like they got like hide your wife, hide your kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. I think they need to like come back, make it like yeah, a comeback, and make a yeah. song of this video. Yeah, yeah. Unless you want to do it, can yeah. you? Are you musical? Can you auto tune? Maybe I can figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> Just that scream at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah. like, calm down, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> don't hit. Don't hit her. Don't, don't hit, hit her. her. Don't hit her. <laughs> Please hammer, don't hurt her. Yeah. Uh, that could be a good song. Mm-hmm. It could be a good song. Mm. Anyway, people send your stories, mm. sickerongpodcast.gmail.com. We have phone calls coming up next. Remember, mm. you can call the Sickerong hotline at 323-522-4032. Uh, but first, before we get to our calls, here's a word about Adam and Eve. Hey, Sickerong listeners. This is Trucker Paul. I got to tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines, dildos, inflatable wives. I've bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E. And you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. Adios, lick my balls. I put a spell on you. So we got a few phone calls to get to. Uh, 323-522-4032 is that number. Uh, the first call is a celebrity. I, was, I had no idea he's a fan. Oh, but wow. I, yeah, I've yeah. seen I've seen his stand up yeah. uh, several mm. times. He's always like mm. a surprise guest at like Largo when Sarah Silverman or oh, someone's yeah, doing a show. Largo, yeah. Oh, this guy, yeah, his comedy is 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 a plus in yeah. my book, <laughs> in my book. But anyway, um, here's a Zach, Gal- Zach Galifianakis, the Buckingham Palace of alternative comedy. Oh, it certainly is. Yeah, all right. See the uh, comedic mm. stylings of Mark Maron. Yeah. Uh, but here's Zach Galifianakis, fan of the show. All right. Hey, sick and wrong. This is uh, Zach Galifianakis. You know me from the movies, um, Hangover, and other things. 
I uh, it's, it's weird because I didn't never, never thought that he'd just sound like every other mouth breathing white guy <laughs> in America that calls into our show, but he does. Yeah, he sounds like every uh, yeah. every every other normal white guy. Yeah, yeah. I okay. like how he can't yeah. remember the other movies yeah, he's yeah. been in except for Hangover. <laughs> but hey, that's fine. Yeah, all right. Wanted to call because I've been a long time listener, and uh, well, since around two thousand nine, two thousand ten, mm. perhaps. It's a long when, time. When uh, Wankerman was still alive. Wankerman. Um, <laughs> couple episodes. Who? Wanker man. Wow. Whack man. Oh, okay. All right. All right. You go, you said something that uh, truly offended me, and this is um, very rare considering I've been such a long time listener. Um, I just wanted to bring it to your attention that Crash Test Dummies are actually a very decent band. The song, mmm, 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 is not only catchy, but it <laughs> is also paired with one of the best music videos you'll ever see. Oh and I God. challenge you to watch the music video. I did recently. And not come away with an appreciation oh. for the crash test dummies. Uh, Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, big fan. I guess I could say. Oh, and uh, Weird Al covered that song. What? what? Weird Al so, covered crash test dummies? Did. Anyway. I don't remember think. what it was. It was Keep like. Keep it uh, thick and wrong and elf. It was some shitty thing where he did like, oh, these are the news. Instead of the three stories, it's like, oh, this is the it's, news it's or the something. News. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, current yeah. stories. Yeah, yeah, and he did yeah, it yeah. in yeah. like a parody of, yeah, yeah, didn't, yeah. He, didn't he kind of look like the guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that so, band is so terrible. Yeah. You know what? Uh, a friend of mine Real dumb. was uh, walking in San Francisco. Mm. He took a picture of this place. There's a new venue called mm. The Chapel there. Mm. Crash Test Dummies played there last Saturday. Mm. And did you even know they're still around? No. I thought they like crawled back in the fucking hole of obscurity that they should be in. Like, well, what? I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta remember D. They had a hit song at a time like before MP3s, right? Yeah, before so, people could copy easily. People yeah. had to dub tapes back then. Yeah, so that means that they could just Mungo Jerry themselves into fucking retirement, man, based on what they did. That was know? the that was yeah. pretty much the end of that era. Yeah, yeah. They were on the so, tail end that of that was era. It. That was the, but the you know, music industry was a completely different creature. There's also this whole yeah. 90s nostalgia thing going on. Yeah, so right yeah. now, I'm sure yeah. people are like ironically mm. thinking that song is cool. Right. There's nothing cool about that band. Mm. And I've watched the video, no. and it still makes me want to fucking stab a screwdriver through my fucking ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that guy's voice. It is catchy, though, I'll tell you that much. You know, that, that is one thing. Yeah. You listen it's to it, in my head. it's going to yeah, be yeah, in, your head. in your head. Yeah, all yeah. fucking Oof. day. Oof. And we had uh, a John, who's a listener to the show, mm. long-time listener to the show. He, like, uh, wrote into me after we did that whole thing. I forget the name of those. His hair into bright white. He just sent me an email. Yeah. Like, fuck you. You know, now I got this fucking yeah, yeah, song yeah, yeah, stuck yeah. in my head all day. <sighs> I don't know. You know, I probably would rather listen, to, listen yeah. to Crash Test Dummies than live. Yeah. Or the Spin Doc. Who would you rather listen to? Crash Test Dummies or Spin Doctors? Spin. I'm gonna say spin doctors. You rather hear spin doctors, oh, dude? That mm. that mm. Uh, that little miss can't be wrong. Is that I hated that it song depends so much. Depends on what much. song I have to listen to. What me. song do yeah. they even have that is good? Yeah, that Kryptonite song, remember? And then the two princes. God, what what's the one? So if much. you wanna buy me flowers, I think that's two princes. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's so bad. Or now no. that's gonna be in your head forever, yeah, yeah. YouTube yeah. fans, Fuck everybody, yeah. <laughs> YouTube watchers. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, right. thank you uh, for calling in, Zach Alphanakis. Mm -hmm. And just so you know, for the record, you're wrong. Crash Test Dummies suck. 
Yeah. And they always will. Okay. Next call we have here mm. is uh, from a, a newer female listener who mm. has a question about uh, Harrison's mental health. My mental health? <laughs> mental mental health. health will drive you mad. That's a song that doesn't suck. No, that's a good yeah. song. Holds up. Bang your head. Hey, Dean Harrison. Uh, it's late and I've been listening to your show for hours because I had to deep clean a home this weekend. And it's Pearl. I think this might be the girl that was climbing on that guy's Prius, destroying it. After hours of listening to Sick and Wrong, that's what yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I forget. She called yeah. in before, actually. Okay, right. but. I'm driving, and the short time I've been listening, I've been relating to being a depressed piece of garbage like Harrison. Um, <laughs> Sweetheart, how much does it cost for you to deep clean a home? Because I mean... <laughs> And what do you wear? I need, I need, to, no, I don't care. I just what if need she dresses home. up as Velma? Well, great, you know, <laughs> but I'm not going to bother her while she's cleaning my house, you know? And uh, you mentioned in the episode I listened to not too long ago that you also have bipolar disorder, which makes me want to ask some personal questions. I've been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. But I've been diagnosed by yeah, with a lot of things. Yeah, I was about to say, isn't that know. just one of the many things you've been yeah, diagnosed yeah, with? Yeah, yeah. So, but some people have said I'm not bipolar. I'm just depressive. It, basically, the thing you learn is that psychiatrists don't know fucking yeah. shit. They don't know anything. I They're think just it's guessing. like the yeah. They're literally just randomly guessing and just like I don't know. Here, take this shit and see if you kill yourself or not. You I think know? it's like the mental condition yeah. of the week. It's like yeah. here, take these pills. You're yeah. bipolar, and take these pills. They're modern day Mengele's, in my opinion. Dude, they pass that shit out yeah. like Pez yeah. these days. So. Uh, because I also I have like Scientologist now. Yeah. Right. Bipolar disorder, and really you sounds so even. Listening <laughs> 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 to hours of sick and wrong yeah, while you yeah. deep clean a home. Mm-hmm. Notice that you have given up on traditional means of medicine, and I was just kind of curious. <laughs> what? Oh yes, when I became a Christian scientist. <laughs> What is she talking about? I think she was talking about when you started using uh, psilocybin. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see, I see. Uh, not specifics or anything, because, I mean, it's already a super personal question. What the fuck? How many pharmaceutical meds would you say you tried in order to control that? I, I tried to count before I called how many I have, and it's... Since 2015, I went a little nuts and was hospitalized for a while, and I've been through at least 15. She since seems then, like your type. I, she does. She actually seems just like yeah. your yeah. type. And she cleans. I wanted to ask a personal question. So, <laughs> yeah, keep it sick, keep it wrong. Also, D, open question to you, but I have not heard you mention too many mental health issues on the show yet. So, yeah, goodbye. Have you even been to therapy? No. Wow. I keep that shit bottled up yeah, inside yeah. Okay, till right. I finally explode. Yeah. No, for my life, I should have been to therapy a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, probably. I mean, <laughs> for all the Jesus shit that Christ. I've dealt through. Yeah. I mean, the shit that I've been with, so. dealt with, yes. Mm. But I like to repress all of that deep yeah. inside. See, this is one of those sad moments where I, I, I'm sad that we don't, you know, because sometimes we, we don't listen to the call, a lot of the calls ahead of time because we like to... Have some spont- spontaneity. Of, yeah, spontaneity. Yeah. But I wish kind of with this one we had, because then I could have just 
written down all of the all of the meds that I've ever taken and then performed it to like I am the very model of a modern major general. <laughs> Well, I've taken bupropion and cymbalta and do them and do them You know, I could have just done the whole thing, the whole routine. You know, yeah, or you could have done it to the Crash Test Dummy song. Yeah. Once I took some bike yeah. a day. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, let me think. Well, right now, I, t- I mean, I haven't given up on shit. I'm still on fucking antidepressants, sweetheart. Like, I, you know, dear what, God. What are you on right now? Like, what did you take today? Bupropion, which is well, butrin, and cymbalta. 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 And that's treating yeah. bipolar disorder or depression? Yeah. Well, Butrin's depression, right? They're both depression. Oh, they both are. Right. I'm not being treated, currently treated for um, bipolar disorder. Yeah, so. So depression. But in the past, you've been on like multiple oh, sure. psycho. All that uh, shit, yeah. But drugs. I mean, I've taken literally, I don't know, Prozac, Zoloft. Um, I don't even remember the bite. I was on at least four different bipolar meds that I don't even remember the fucking names of um, when I was being treated for that. Ron something, Ranapur, Decatur, you know, I don't <laughs> know, something. Uh, you know, it sounds like a drug. Yeah. Paxil fucking, uh, Paxil, I can't even God. remember. Like so I, many girlfriends take Paxil. Yeah, so, I, so many of them. I've been on so many. What's your favorite remember. one? I don't like any of them because like I don't feel like any of them has ever done anything. The only thing I could say, I could say one that did something at one point that I'm not on now and I don't remember why I went off it. I honestly can't remember. Like I've just done so much of this shit I don't even remember. But I remember there was one that I could actually, like, well, Butrin I got put on. I've been on it for fucking 15 years or something. Wow, God. And it's just like, I, I don't think it does anything anymore. I think I have a tolerance to it. But if I don't take it, I certainly... I lose my shit. I think it's kind of got like a placebo so type I have of to, effect. No, I just said if I stop taking it, I oh, lose then my you just, shit. Oh, okay, wow. So it does. And it's it. not. It's not because that I can't. You know, if I were to not be taking it, I'd lose my shit. It's just that, like, if you're like, if you're like this, and then you have a medicine that's just like, you know, if you're like, keeps a, you even, yeah. Kill. If you're whales. Yeah. Whales. If you're waves, right, and then you take this medicine that makes you a straight line, and then all of a sudden you take away the medicine that makes it a straight line, the waves will go all, all up and down like crazy all of a sudden, you know? So you're dependent. So it's like pushing back a thing. At this point. Well, I'd lose my mind for about a week or two. Like and then what happens after that? I'd probably kill my. I mean, I've done it where it's like, because it's like, if I stop taking, I've forgotten to take it. And after about five days of not taking it, I become like a crazy loony cartoon character. Where like you can't like concentrate, Roger Rabbit. you can't... Oh, no, wow, I'm like so jumping right. around, I'm dropping pianos on people. I'm like, woo, 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 woo. You know, wow. duck season, Just all loony, season. loony yeah. And then there's that for about three or four days. And then I'm like on my black throne of blood in the shadows. Like, uh, oh, and so then you get to like the nadir of your depression. Yeah, yeah. And it's wow. like... That was scary. That was like, I don't know if I'm going to live through this shit. You know? God damn. Uh, so keep it's on at that well point, I always then. go back on it. It's like, I think it's just you're supposed to just wean off it slowly, which I've never... Whenever And whenever I've tried to wean off it slowly, it's always like some... Horri- I have like a breakup or something, or something happens where it's like, I don't know if I should go off this right now. But you do know? you think you'll ever reach a point where you'll mm. be completely like emancipated from like psychotropic drugs? Or do you think you'll always have it or need it? I don't know if I need it. That's the thing. I don't know. You know, I, I've been on Wellbutrin for so long. I don't know what it's like to not be on it. What about what? I thought you were microdosing psilocybin for a while. Yeah, but not every day. And it was helping. Oh, you, was it? Was that actually uh, effective? 
it was um and i'm still doing it sometimes but it's uh you know it's also hard to do all the shit when you're like struggling with fucking drugs too you know what i mean but we're struggling with drug addiction yeah yeah it's, that's true that fucking throws shit off too and aren't know? you kind of nervous that you take a little too much you can't you know you can't go to work you can't be normal what with mushrooms yeah i don't take mushrooms on dates i go to work oh so you okay so you yeah, don't yeah, take yeah. it mostly during the week it's just yeah, on yeah, the weekends yeah, yeah yeah and it's not a thing you could take every day anyway you can't with mushrooms do you build tolerance yeah you do. Oh, you do like if you take you could maybe do it two days in a row but you have to take more the second day like you have to you could take it and then you have to wait generally two days not take it for two days before you can take it again and it's not like you get addicted it's just like it won't work Oh, that's okay. the way it is. I, you know, I've never. So I mean, you can't microdose every day. It's something you do to, like, you know, and then it starts to the days you're not taking it, you could start to apply the 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 sort of prism that you look through when you are taking it to the days when you're not. Were they saying or just this sense. week? Did I send you a link to an article mm. that Trump was like, "Yeah, give ketamine to P PTSD mm. uh, military like soldiers"? I don't remember. I, I thought so. they just approved mm. like a big batch of ketamine to all the PTSD mm. uh, soldiers. Yeah, they should. I mean, they give it to people. Have you ever now. done that? You ever do uh, ketamine? Is no, I, I've thought about it because they have a clinic, but it's like it's all in Santa Monica, and it's like you can't drive home after. So it's like I don't yeah, know how the fuck I would get up. home. I, I mean, I've like, done ketamine a few yeah. times. I enjoy it, but it's a it's a specific kind of ketamine. Oh, it's a special. Yeah, it's a very you know controlled dose yeah. and you have to sit there and it's like a you know then you have to find some way to get home that's not driving after so it's like a whole th so i don't know how i do it um but you know so what do you uh recommend here to um uh whatever her name is do we give her a name <laughs> she, yet first of all she didn't ask me to recommend it oh, okay to her. <laughs> she just wanted she was you just to curious. list it out yeah and and i don't know i'll think about it maybe i can you know I can't something. remember the names of some of the weird bipolar ones I was on, but those didn't seem to do anything for me either. None of the SSRIs seemed to do much for me. There was one medicine I took called Pristique, which was some kind of weird SNRI or something. And I remember that was like, there was a very, it like decreased my suicidal ideation by 33%. It was like at a time when I spent, I don't know, at least like an hour every day thinking about suicide, it made it so I only thought about suicide for like 40 minutes, <laughs> you know? And I was like, so wow, that, a little that's bit. a real yeah, result. Yeah. You know, it well, wasn't I mean, much, it but something. I was like, wow, I can actually attribute a real result to that. Where this other shit, it's like, I don't know if it works. I Some people were like, oh yeah, this shit works for me. I, I've never had any of this shit work. So hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Well, anyway. I'm trying Cymbalta now. I just started on that recently. Because honestly, I have such shit health insurance. I go to see like Armenian guys in Glendale. And it's like when they prescribe me fucking antidepressants, it, they might as well be trying to sell me a fucking rug. You know? They're just like, I don't know. Uh, you know, you're depressed. Okay, yeah. Take these. You know? Ancient like, Armenian yeah, yeah. Like, they, don't, they don't give a shit. Yeah, like, I don't think so. They're not, they're not even, it. you know, you see them for 20 minutes and they're like, I don't know, try this. It's like, and they, they got some yeah. kind of weird last name with like a bunch mm. of consonants and a couple vowels. Yeah. Like Kazikian, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just like, okay, all right, I, I guess I'll do what you want me to do. Um, but anyway, I don't know. What's, mm. What are we going to call her? Elena Bonham Carter or something? <laughs> um yeah, good luck with that. And uh, if Harrison can try remember, somatic therapy, I've been yeah, getting yeah, into that. That's, work. That, that's been. I, I say go get some of that ketamine. Mm. That looks good to me. Yeah. Anyway, don't get your brain zapped in that transcranial 
whatever the fuck I got. Remember that? Yeah, oh yeah, the electrical yeah. shock treatment you're yeah, yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd do probably that. avoid that one. Yeah, that wasn't great for me. Anyway, because it made me yeah I ended up getting stabbed and then I yeah got, that I don't think I did that get did a, anything um, good. I to did you. get a settlement though from the stabbing. No, no, from the company that does the uh, brain shocky things. Oh, how much you get? Six grand. What the fuck? Yeah. Did you sue them or something? No, I was part of a class action lawsuit. And here's the thing. I don't know what it was for because I never <laughs> looked into it because I'm like, I don't want to know. Because it could be like, you have cancer now. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I don't know why they gave me a settlement. Wow. But it's like, I'm not going to, I don't, I was too scared to find out You why. just found out like all of a sudden they like contact you like, yeah, hey, we check. got six grand. Yeah, I got a check in the mail. Jesus Christ. And it's like, oh, there's a class action lawsuit because you got the transcranial magnetic stimulation. Are you trans now? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm just genderqueer. I've told you this. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Next call we have here yeah. is uh, one of our new favorite listeners, actually. Oh, yes. Fearful Mess. Fearful and mess. this call gives a lot more mm. insight mm. into uh, his, his psyche. Mm. So okay. here you go. Fearful Mess. Mm. Oh, uh, hello. This is, uh, this is, I guess, I guess now my apparent nickname is, uh, is FM. Uh, FM. I mean, thank you for the nickname. Also, to start off, hello. by the way, it's, it's, it's kind of fun. Uh, I, I this just, is kind of like the guy that calls into the radio station and pump up the volume and then blows his brains out. His brain, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I've played this call to a friend of mine, and he was like, this is like if... This is like if Tennessee Williams wrote Pump Up the Volume. <laughs> just figured, I guess, since you guys apparently said you'd, you'd like me to talk some more, uh, I have clarification about one of the first things you were talking about. Uh, you said uh, involving my, like, self-esteem, or saying, like, oh, you're the 23, like, you're a piece of shit. It's just something I always go to. Uh, I, I never liked whenever people would give me compliments because I never really believed them, so I'd always just toss them right out of hand. It never, uh, I never really felt good because I figured I'd just disappoint them. Um, I guess an example of that was that, was that uh, the last two years of high school that I had, I had one really popular. person who, uh, who had asked me because I was... I lost actually a lot of weight now. I went from 300 pounds as a 5'9 person because you're asking about my height and like how I sound. I went from that to about maybe 135 pounds. I wow. dropped, yeah, 305.9 to about write a book. 130 yeah. in about a year and a half. It's a diet Three book. Good old. Uh, neurotic tracking and anxiety. Uh, anxiety is really good when you can. Neurotic walk. tracking. So he said, I don't know. And anxiety. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he needs to write a, a cookbook or a yeah, yeah. diet book or something. <laughs> yeah. For hours, not really doing anything, stuck in your own mind, but uh, stuck in the back of the class as a fat kid. There was a girl in that school who had actually um, uh, asked me on uh, to a dance. There was a dance coming up and I never really had went to a dance before and I still... <laughs> Wait, so the girl, this girl is inviting him fearful mess to, yeah. uh, to a high school dance and he's never been to a dance. Yeah, yeah, wow. okay. Oh my, God. oh my God. It's like an episode of Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. Hold on, I'm trying to... Still haven't gone to... So, of course, the ending is a bit spoiled there. 
uh, she'd asked me for the first time, and a problem was that I didn't actually believe her. Uh, so I spent about two or so days specifically trying to get her to not go with me or not want to go with me because I didn't believe her. <laughs> so she asked him to the dance, and then he tried to self-sabotage yeah. the invite. Yeah. Like, I wonder what he did. <laughs> I wonder what he did uh, yeah. to get her to not invite him. I also wonder what she looks like. Mm. This sounds to me mm. like a Carrie situation. Mm. Like, remember how they invited Carrie? Like, one of the jocks invited Carrie just so they could dump the pig blood I don't on her. Think that's what this is. You think this I girl think was she earnest? Didn't really wanted she to go a, with him. She was in earnest. And he's like, oh, geez, you don't want to go with me. I'm just, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I think his psychic powers are going to come out. I don't know. And also, I figured I would lose um, time or she would have a bad time. And I managed to actually find her another person uh, to go to the dance with her. Wait. <laughs> he went out and found another person to go in his stead. Like, he was like, no, you can't take me. You got to take this other person. <laughs> And what was she this doing? Like, shrink. wow, yeah, wow, God, <laughs> FM is amazing. This is oh, incredible. My, I used to think I hated myself, but like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> man! Mean, you know the thing is, is mm. like, if I didn't want to go dance, mm. I just would have said no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you know, just avoided her and then just never went. Like, I mean, he yeah. actually went and found another person to go with her. Oh God. my God! Yeah. Mm. That's just one little fragment of uh, of the way that works. Uh, I'm running low on time. I gotta keep it short. Uh, but uh, thank you for giving me the chance to talk. Here's we get a part two. Yeah, here's a part two. Yeah, call back. Uh, uh, part two uh, to this fun thing because I realized I I made a, I made a dumbass mistake. I made an error. I I was trying to uh, you were asking about certain things. I figured I'd try and elaborate. Uh, the reason uh, I didn't, I'm 23 and I don't, didn't do any drugs. The reason why I didn't do any drugs or certain other things is because, one, uh, me being big, I also had asthma and bronchitis. So the fact that my family were secondhand smokers meant that uh, the fact that I knew, oh man, if a secondhand smoke could make me cough and wheeze, obviously I can't have actual cigarettes or those major drugs because my lungs would just collapse in on themselves. And the 52 puffs of my inhaler, that fun little blue thing, I would... His entire family were smokers, and so he got secondhand smoke? It, yeah, and he said he couldn't smoke weed or smoke yeah. cigarettes because he was worried that he'd have to take 52 you, puffs you, of my inhaler. Can you imagine, like, his parents are sitting there smoking cigarettes? He's like, oh, guys, could you think maybe you could not smoke as much here? And they're like, nah, I don't think we're going to do it. Okay, well, it's fine. Go up I'll to your go. fucking room, yeah, yeah. you fucking weirdo. <laughs> sure that's what happened. That's all right. Probably not be able to do when I just die in a choking accident. Or an asthma attack, you know, something less serious. But the second reason is that I'm not really that street smart. Uh, I, no way. Like I said, I'm isolated. So the actual first thing I do if someone said go get drugs would, I probably would be I would probably walk around and 
to look for someone who looks like they do drugs and ask them to do you know what. <laughs> you know, he'd go to a black guy. He would go to a, the first black guy he's always like, excuse me, sir, yeah. <laughs> do you have drugs? <laughs> the guy's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry. FM, you were my favorite caller, by the way. I did I don't we're not we're laughing with you. Yeah, we're laughing with like you. A stand up thing or something like Oh dude, it's like an Andy Kaufman <laughs> routine. Yeah, it's so great. great. But uh <laughs> he's like one of the reasons he doesn't do drugs is he doesn't know where he would find him. He'd just go walk around and ask a guy that looks like he does drugs. Yeah. <laughs> get drunk that would look like you do with my over the way the uh the way i'd probably get that but uh besides that point uh to answer the other thing that i remembered you talking about uh yes i do live with my mom and i'm i'm in university so uh senior year so i figured it would save me a few grand to keep living with her i do want to be independent job for her sake she deserves her own house alone so she can actually I don't know, interact with other people and not have and not have a, a slug Dr. Phil son just sitting there. I mean, I contribute. A slug Dr. Phil son. <laughs> His mom should be on Dr. Yeah, Phil. Yeah. She's like, I just want to smoke. And watch my stories. Uh, yeah. And this kid yeah, won't yeah. leave. <laughs> Do you have any siblings? He, he, some girl asked him to go to the dance. <laughs> Someone else. He paid for another young man to go with oh her my, instead. Oh my God. That's how much of a loser we're dealing with, Dr. Phil. Well, <laughs> well, get, get real, all right. <laughs> oh my God, fearfulness yeah, is amazing. All right. I give her, I give her money. I make sure I do chores. I make sure she has everything, uh, that so that I'm not just taking, taking, taking. Mother. And uh, it's, I, I just, it's just me trying to keep my stress down. I figured I'd finally just end it with that. And also, once again, uh, thank you. I, it was actually kind of positive when I when I saw that you guys actually did hear it. I was kind of afraid you guys wouldn't, or that it would be like, "Yo, oh, you did it too bad, so we're not going to do it." But it was it was kind of fun to see that I uh, to see it. He actually Dang cares it. what Never we mind. think. Oh. I'm getting caught up again. I got to end it here. <laughs> keep it safe. Keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> he's amazing. What did he say? He's like, he's like. I figured you guys would just be like, oh, he did it wrong and not play it. Is that, is that, I think that's what he was worried. He was okay. like nervous or yeah, had anxiety yeah. that we were yeah. going to like, not, mm. make, not he didn't have anxiety mm. we are going to mm. make fun of him. Yeah. He had anxiety that he just did it wrong and we weren't going to mm. play it. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Fearful mess. You're my favorite caller. That's the most simultaneously hilarious and heartbreaking thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. with me. It's like a <laughs> tragic comic, this whole thing. Oh, my God. God. Yeah, yeah man. So did you ever end up going to a high school dance? No, he said no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay, Fearful Mess, I want to know. It makes you feel like an amateur, honestly. Well, he's 23. Are you a virgin? That's I want to know that. Thing. I'm, yeah, curi like I'm curious that. about yeah, that. Yeah, Do you have yeah. any siblings? Yeah. Um, would you ever get a prostitute? How much did each sibling smoke? <laughs> 
<laughs> would you ever get a prostitute? And would you be opposed to us doing a fundraiser to get you laid? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mm. mind starting a, a mm. fearful mess GoFundMe. <laughs> I don't know if this guy's first sexual experience should be a prostitute. You don't think so? I feel like that could go. Yeah, you know. Maybe we could connect him with one of our other listeners. Mm. I feel like he'd get in there and he'd like talk her out of it or something. <laughs> he'd go find someone else yeah, to have sex with her. Yeah. <laughs> Like I do it wrong, and then you call another yeah. podcast and yeah. be like, "Well, this one mm. podcast one time mm. like raised a bunch of money for me to have mm. sex with a prostitute, mm. but I convinced her mm. not to have sex with me, and I got somebody mm. else mm. to have sex with mm. her instead." Well, now he's a wiry one thirty-five pounds. You know, you think he could do it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I want to know, fearful mess, mm. are you a virgin? Do you have any siblings? And what are you studying at university? I mm. bet it's programming i bet she's like a fucking linux programmer or something okay. or javascript or something <laughs> but who knows perhaps i mean because because mm. you can be like that and be a developer and they don't even care you know you can although but you know he still lives at home so it's he could be like that anyway right now well but i mean when you go to the workplace you mm. could be just some kind of asperger's-y type of weirdo and, yeah. and if you're a developer they don't even care it's that's like, oh, true. he's really good and that he just true. sits with his headphones on all day and and types yeah. his computer has no yeah. personality you know but if you're mm. like a project manager mm. for example you gotta deal with people yeah so well, anyway. this guy has a personality it's just that it's insane it's, it's insane it's, yeah ah, <laughs> god one of my favorite callers yeah. thank you i yeah. appreciate right. it uh people call us to go on hotline 323-522-4032 real quick i'm gonna blast this email that we got from mm. d in england mm. the other day she says i literally just got into bed put my headphones on mm. press play to listen to the last nine-ish minutes of episode 690 to hear you mention reading an email got a bit excited but then thought mm. nah they won't read mine but surprise, you did. And now I'm all wide awake, feeling giddy and nauseous. Mm. Celebrities spoke to me. God, mm. celebrities, huh? She goes, did I really say 279? I meant 679. I'm surprised you didn't question how I knew of Harrison's misery if it was that far back. We're all shit for brains. She goes, how can we help Harrison? Realistically, I imagine the listeners mostly bring him dread. But perhaps there's something small that may bring a glimmer of happiness to him. What's his cup of tea? Pictures of ducks? Shit personalized art sent to a P.O. box? Do you guys even have one? Certain themes for phone calls? What's your, what's your cup of tea there, Harrison? I would say it's heroin. <laughs> <laughs> I like personalized phone calls. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I like hentai. I like... yeah. Was that, what he, is that what she said? No, that's what I said. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do <laughs> like hentai. hentai. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, do, I, do, I like, um, you know, erotic, um, customized, uh, you know, commission art on DeviantArt. Sure. I've never gotten any of that. I'll get, like some of that, maybe. He does not like minute, excessive details about Japanese child killers. No, I don't. <laughs> He's not into that. <laughs> yeah, I also don't like, uh, like, Shiza videos sent to me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to name anyone, name well, any not, names. What was her email a lot of people before that. that we read? I don't even remember. I forget. The, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. She goes, D, you're certainly more attractive than Willem Dafoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's saying a lot. Thank yeah. you. Uh, she goes, please, may I make a request? When mm. you say Jewy words, can you maybe mm. explain what they mean for the non-Jews? Mm. Sometimes you mention things I have no clue what you're talking mm. about. Thank you for the well wishes. Like, oh my good bubba. Yeah, my bubby. Bubby mm, means grandmother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Dibbuk is a Dib- demon possession. A, a particular Jewish, Jewish demon. demon. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there you go. Um, you don't hear that much about Dibbuk's. Um, and a golem, that's a Jewish like zombie kind of. It's like a, like like a, a Frankenstein. Yeah, like a Frankenstein yeah, that yeah. they make out of like soil. Out of clay. Yeah, yeah. out of clay. I, I always used to ask my dad, I was like, mm. can you make a golem? Mm. I was like, don't they train you to do that mm. in rabbi school? Mm. He's just like, no, mm. that's a stupid question. You think if they could have made, <laughs> you think if they could have made them, they would have made them during the fucking World War II or something, you know? Yeah, they yeah. should have if yeah. they could actually mm. do it. No. I thought it was like, the, in order for my dad to graduate from mm. rabbi school, he has to make a golem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to dance the horror. Mm. So that's a Jewish dance. Mm. Um, thank you for the well wishes for mm. good sleep and wet dreams. They're guaranteed. We'll listen to you guys, obviously. I hope you're mentally doing well too, D. Didn't mm. mean to neglect you before. Love the other D from England. P.S. In reference to episode 691, as a mm. lactating woman, it makes me think of ejaculating when I see the milk squirt out. Mm. Also, it tastes like heavily sweetened generic milk. Nothing special or scary. My brother did say he wanted to try it. Don't know if that would be weird. Yes, that would be weird. I, I think it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, uh, yeah, no. I don't think it's, it's kind it's of like weird. It's like your boyfriend or something. Or husband or, or husband, something. Sure, yeah. Why not? Which but, is still a little weird. But, yeah, but yeah. my God, man, no. But uh, your mm. brother, I think that's a little weird. Mm. Any relative trying your milk. This is the same email? Weird. She's lactating or something? She is. It's a postscript to her email. Oh, okay, yeah. Anyway, thank you, Dee, for, uh, for emailing the show. And uh, we do love to hear from listeners. So you can email us at sickandwrongpodcastgmail.com. Yeah. Finally, best way to support the show is by becoming a sick and wrong patron. We do appreciate that. Uh, a lot going on mm. the Patreon. A lot going on the Patreon. Yeah. Uh, this week, um, you know, actually this month, we had like twenty new uh, twenty new uh, patrons sign up. It's amazing. Yeah, we actually had, uh, we're in the we're in the mm. red here. We're positive this Woo. month, and we appreciate that. Mm. Thank you everybody for donating to Patreon. You definitely helped the show. Getting a lot of good positive feedback <clears throat> about the outtakes. I've covered this entire table in sweat, by the yeah. way. So, Which know. maybe we should yeah. just do a show of outtakes because people seem to like that better than the regular show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, this this week, mm. though, I kind of go into detail about the bachelor party mm. I just went into and talked, mm. uh, discussed in particular a mm. shit story that you guys might find amusing. Mm. So just go to patreon.com. And I talked slash... about how I oh, almost, yeah, yeah. almost got in trouble for stealing from the cartel. Harrison almost yeah. got uh, whacked <laughs> by the uh, Mexican cartel over an incident. So the yeah. only place you're going to hear mm. that is on the mm. patreon page as yeah. part of the outtakes <laughs> patreon.com slash sick and wrong uh finally here sick and wrong song of the week mm. came in from uh, matt mm. he writes porno freak by blowfly hilarious old school rap about porn stars mm. did you ever get into blowfly uh, a little bit clarence yeah. reed yeah he like wrote sexually explicit versions of hit songs mm. And uh, just kind of like weird porno covers. But he would like, his first album was The Weird mm. World of Blowfly, which featured him dressed as like a low-rent supervillain. But his, his songs became like, like popular, like party records. But this guy recorded 27 mm. full-length records. Mm. And he died in 2016. Mm. I have a few of them. It's, it's great. Um, he actually released a punk rock mm. cover album in 2006 where he does like rewrites of like different songs. Mm. He, Dead, he covers Dead Kennedy's song, Holiday in Cambodia, mm. but he calls it R. Kelly in Cambodia. Right. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we're going to end the show here with Porno Freak mm. by Blowfly. Thanks, mm. Matt, for saying that. And people will be back next week with uh, episode 703. Until then, take a sleazy. Sitting home, playing with my dick, I decided to check out a flick. Only dirty movies turn me on like deep 
throat. The devil and Mrs. Jones, I've been called a genius. I've been called a bastard. I'm known around the world as the nasty rapper. Linda Lovins make a dick feel so damn fine, but a muffin big enough for this dick of mine. No man can resist the devil and Mrs. Jones, but she ain't got enough ass to turn me on. This dick of mine get hard as stone. It's ten times bigger than John's home. Being fucked by me is like living in a palace. If you don't believe it, ask every those Dallas. All of your freaks, no matter who you are. Listen while a rapper by the polo stars are going, This is Blowfly, the original rapper, and I'm back again. This time with the theme song from my upcoming movie, titled Twisted World of Blowfly. And this particular tune right here is called Oh Freak. Who can fuck all week? Hard dick for seed, yeah. We're Pono Freak. That's who you are If you want to shoot far Get yourself a photo star While watching my man John Holmes Grab all of that dick of Mrs. Jones Yeah, old Long John, it came real fast Shooting a great big load of Mrs. Jones' ass but still a bit, she wasn't pleased when Long John said, what more do you need? She said, <laughs> a phone freak who can fuck all week. Hard dick, you see, yeah. Bitch, want a phone freak, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wanna tell you about a chick that must be from hell She goes in the name of Emmanuel Rumor has it that the devil told her how to fuck her Yeah, she got more pussy than you can haul in a truck One day while rapping to me on the phone She said, what kind of bitch that turned you on? I said, you really wanna know?
shit is together, so don't squeeze the Sherman. What do all those people have in common? <laughs> Hello? Hey, Bob, dude. I'm totally sorry, but the, it didn't sound good. No, you are sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, you... motherfucker. <laughs> You're not bugging me at all. What? All right, yeah, can we can we do it one more time? I want to get the uh, those two things for again. For It just didn't come out that, that good that time. So, okay. okay, wait a minute. You want me to do both of them again? Yeah, yeah. So do, um, actually, we're gonna do, uh, you're listening to Sick and Wrong. This is Bob Madigan. You're listening to Sick and Wrong with Dean Lance. With who? With, uh, <laughs> Dean Lance. So this, this is Bob Madigan. You're listening to Sick and Wrong. Just do that. Yeah. Okay, you All ready? Right. I'm ready. This is Bob Madigan. AKA Donkey Daddy, and you're listening to Sick and Wrong. <laughs>